I was born and raised in Cebu, Philippines. My mother tongue is Bisaya, a dialect quite different from Tagalog. I never really got comfortable speaking in our national language, so you could just imagine the struggle and awkwardness I felt when I left my hometown fresh out of college and went to start my career in the urban jungle of Metro Manila. I didn't talk much in the office, I didn't have the confidence to speak in Tagalog, and people, well, they don't really engage much when spoken to in English. Lucky for me, I had a teammate, Monmon, who spoke Bisaya. As newbies on the job, we got confused a lot. But hey, we had each other's back. I mean, literally, we were seated just behind each other. The word libog in Bisaya means confused. So Monmon would frequently say, Naglibog ko. Which means, I'm confused. Or, Libog ka ayo. This is so confusing. Gentlemen as I am, I hurry to her desk and help her with her libog. Days passed. We got better at our jobs. And we didn't get libog as often as before. Until one day, we got told off for indecent language and behavior. Only then did we realize that libog in Tagalog meant nowhere close to confused. It actually means horny, unhungry for sex. Hi, my name is Ray, and you're listening to Banana Q Podcast. In this episode, I spoke with one of Singapore's top lifestyle bloggers, a very good friend of mine who will be co-hosting me in this podcast, Heidi. We spoke about Libog and the many ways we Filipinos get lost in translation. I take inspiration from this natural ability to storytell. She's very bubbly, confident, and very easy to get along with. If you wish to get to know Dee more, check out her blog, cleverly titled adecodedlife.com. A-D-E-E-C-O-D-E-D-L-I-F-E.com. But before you do that, here's our conversation. I don't know if this is accurate. You know, I got this from a comedian called Jokoy. And what he said was, Philippines has 187 different languages. 188 if you include karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do know karaoke and you also know it. You you attempted it earlier. It's it's rare to find a Filipino that doesn't speak karaoke. Most Filipinos know at the very minimum, they know three languages, right? It would be one would be the national language, which is Tagalog. The second one would be English because that's the medium for our education. Mm. And the third would be karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) But for people (laughs) like you who grew up in Cebu, so your main language was actually Bisaya. So you you know how many now? You know four? Is it four? Yeah, actually four. But how about you, D? Yeah, I know those four (laughs) that Mm. you mentioned because Mm -hmm. Bisaya, my parents were Cebuano. I mean, my grandparents were Cebuano, but my parents were born in Mindanao in Bisaya-speaking places. And then they both moved to Zamboanga City to Mm. work. And that's where they met. And that's where I grew up. And Sambuanga's main dialect is Chavacano, which is the Creole Spanish. That's funny you mentioned that Chavacano because I, you know, I studied one semester of Spanish way back in university, and, and it was mentioned that Chavacano has a lot of similarities in, in grammar structure, in words with Spanish. Yes, Chavacano actually has a lot of Spanish words in it, but I think grammar-wise, it's not the same. It's kind of like broken Ooh. Spanish. 
probably not really as well versed in Chavacano as say some of my friends whose parents, you know, when they grew up in a household that's really Chavacanos. Like my friend who used to be based here and who moved to Barcelona like last month and he wants to be a chef. So he's in Barcelona in the middle of a pandemic. Anyway. Wow. Wow. That's a different story. But he said when he visited Spain last year, he discovered that he could actually communicate with them somehow, mm-hmm. even though like, you know, just the main words. So he realized that he could actually move there and survive. That it would probably be easier for him to actually pick up the proper language. Because he already knows like maybe half of it, right? Yeah. But potentially, that's a source of confusion as well, right? Because uh, you speaking Shavakano, that gives you kind of a false confidence i suppose speaking to let's say a spanish-speaking person but then if the grammar is different if words are different then you potentially would be saying something totally different yes i think so and you might accidentally insulting someone or something (laughs) who knows you know like i didn't even leave zambuanga yet because as i said earlier my parents are Bisaya. So my mm. brother and I spoke in Bisaya and when we were kids, uh, he ran into my classroom crying and saying that Ate, Ate, uh, nakalupad ang langgam or <laughs> what he was trying to say was the bird had, you know, flown away. But langgam in, in, in Tagalog means and So to, to, to some people, to my classmates, they were like, why is your brother so bothered about Losing an ant, like what's that about? And I had to explain that no, langam in Bisaya means bird, and he caught one and it flew away. So that's why you know, was a bit more bothered by that. I was talking to my colleagues this time. This was in Manila, and I was telling them about this Malala Muhaya episode that I was watching <laughs> the previous night. Oh, and I, I was telling show. them, oh, I think it was Mark Bautista. I think was the actor of that. And I was telling, oh, Mark Bautista was a panday. And no, I meant Carpintero. And they were like, how could you? It's two completely very different things. Like, panday and Carpintero are so different. How could you have made that mistake? And I said, no, no, no. In, in Bisaya, panday is Carpintero. Yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> and my friend was joking and saying, so maybe a lot of Bisaya people, when they went to watch Fernando Poe Jr.'s movie, Pandai, they were probably super confused. Like, Pandai, why is he not building things? Like, what's going on? <laughs> they probably thought I was stupid or something, but at least it wasn't super bad. At some point, we begin to wonder, right? What happened? Why, why is there the same word but have very different meanings? Could it be that uh, Cebuano went to Manila and then came back, you know, tried to borrow the words he learned in Manila but kind of confused into some other words? Yeah, maybe somebody was actually changed careers when he was 30. You know, he used to be a, <laughs> used to be a carpenter. <laughs> or maybe it was a product of fake news, uh, an HR uh, posting, uh, an actual pandai job, but then actually it was wrong. It was a carpenter job. Okay, never mind. Just give him whatever it is. <laughs> and it's not just the language itself, right? It could be the accent, and then suddenly you're both speaking English, but you don't understand each other just because of you have different accents, and that also. Causes libog, you know, that, that <laughs> the Visaya meaning, not. Yes. <laughs> when I first moved to Singapore in hmm. uh, 2008, I couldn't understand, I had a hard time understanding my colleagues. Like, hmm. one of these colleagues, I remember she was telling me to do something. 
Mm. And she repeated herself maybe three times and then finally just gave her a pen and paper and asked me if she got down. Because <laughs> 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 like, I really had a hard time understanding her even though she was speaking English. So I think it's just What was she like, saying? That was so long ago. I don't even remember. It was a work-related thing. Nakalupad ang langgam. But there was also this one guy. So I remember I was in this company with him. And then there was this work event, corporate mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. I had to do OT, I think. So I stayed back and I said, I- I'm just going to finish mm-hmm. this. And then I'm going to go to the work event. I think it was like just a few minutes away. Mm-hmm. And then um, he came back though. And I asked him like, oh, why are you back? Like, what happened? And he said, oh, food happened. He said, and, and what else? And he said, oh, I saw a few cocks. And I was <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I got super confused because, wait, wait, I, I, are you saying you saw this? What, this is a work event. Like, why would you even see these things? And why are you telling me? <laughs> it's very strange, right? <laughs> and I said, um... Sorry, you saw a what? I said, and then he said, I saw Phil Cox. It was a name. He said, have some respect. Ah. The guy's like, you know. So it's like, because of his accent, it became a, like super confusing. <laughs> and I thought like, should I call HR? It is weird. You know? <laughs> I didn't tell him what I actually heard. So that, you know, maybe he will call HR on me and then, you know, he can have that. <laughs> There are a lot of languages that have really strong accents. And I think if you're not familiar with the language or you haven't heard of that language, you know, through movies, through your interactions, perhaps with your colleagues or living outside of the Philippines, then that kind of exacerbates the confusion because you're not used to listening to it. There was this incident that, you know, I was talking to our colleagues in Australia and I was like, hey, uh, I was actually looking for this report and how, how soon can you give it to me? And he was like... Do you want to die? I was like, what? <laughs> Do you want to die? No, I don't want to die. Why? I'm just asking for a report. Yeah, yeah, the report. Do you want to die? Why is he so aggressive? <laughs> he kept on repeating, you know, when do you need it? Then I realized, oh, he's asking if I wanted the report today. Then I said, <laughs> yes, I want the report today. I don't want to die. <laughs> And also another word that's confusing is didn't just confuse me, it confused our friend Mildred when she, you know, she stayed in Singapore for so long, right? And then she moved to Canada and she came back to visit. She had completely forgotten how to understand Mm. people's accents. And then the driver was talking and telling us about the Malayan, the Malayan. And said, oh, the Malayan is nice. The Malayan is nice. And she found us, what's a Malayan? The Malayan. He wasn't talking about a person, a Malayan. He was talking about something else, right? I had the same problem when I first moved as well. I remember they were talking about, oh, did you buy a Malayan? And they're like, how can you buy a person? (laughs) Is there human trafficking in Singapore? (laughs) Why? It was Merlion, but it's the way they pronounce Right? Yeah, so, so it's the way they pronounce the word that gets so confusing. Had his colleague, he flew to Manila for I think it was work probably. Mm. So we had we had we had an office in Manila, so he was there and he was there just in time to attend this corporate event. So mm-hmm. There were no cocks in this event, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, because I think again, aside from the language, the food is also different. So whatever it was that they served there was not enough. 
it was probably a drinking event rather mm-hmm. than an eating event, I think, because there was a band and then mm-hmm. he mentioned that there was drinks and he's uh, Muslim, so he doesn't drink. So that's not really fun for him. Yeah. So he wanted to eat, but they were probably serving, you know, the potikolat pulutan or something, which probably wasn't enough. He was hungry. And then after a while, he started like hearing the people like getting excited and he heard, he heard them saying sandwich, sandwich. So he got like, oh my God, they're going to serve sandwich finally. finally. I'm so hungry. I, I can't wait to eat sandwich, but I wonder what kind of sandwich that is. And then mm. so like he was, you know, waiting for the sandwiches to come out. Mm. And then suddenly they, they announced presenting sandwich. And then the people were like screaming. I said, what? And then suddenly, Sugod, mga <laughs> <laughs> So it was the band sandwich. And it wasn't, wasn't even food. He was super confused and disappointed and hungry. Like, you know, I was laughing so hard because I was the only Filipino he was talking to about that. And like my other teammates were like confused so I was laughing. And then I had to say, Sandwich is like this super popular band in you know the 90s or early 2000s. When were they popular actually? But anyway, they were mm. super popular before. So that's why everyone was super excited, right? To have that at a corporate event. <laughs> this other guy that was brutal <laughs> one of my first experiences moving to Singapore was my flight got delayed I'm supposed to report to the office 1pm I checked my watch it's already 2pm I haven't had lunch so I'm so frustrated I was so hungry my battery ran out so uh, battery packs and all that it wasn't that popular before right I mean back then yeah I don't think yeah I think what year was this 2010 right so I think at yeah, that yeah. time I think the iPhone was just getting popular but like you know obviously not everyone had it yet wait, wait yeah, what, what are you talking about D? I came from the Philippines I, I didn't have an iPhone <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm saying you didn't have the iPhone not everyone had it yet I, I, yeah, you're right. So yeah, obviously at that time you didn't have battery packs because we didn't have internet at our fingertips, right? My 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 phone was so basic. It's yeah. black and white. Oh. It's it's that kind of phone. So, right, right, right. but but it, it all ran out. The, the the battery ran out. I can't contact HR. So my logic was even if I rush going to the office, I am late anyways. So might as well get some food, right? And, and to fill my stomach yeah. and save my sanity. And so I went to this, uh, Singaporeans call this hawker center, a food court where you can enjoy a variety of dishes. So I, I went to this uh, chicken rice uh, stall. W- when I was queuing up, it then dawned on me, right? Like if this were in the Philippines, I, I think, you know, n- nobody would actually queue up. People would just, you know, um, swarm around a uh, shop and just first come, first serve, or I don't know, first to get noticed by the tindera or the seller actually okay. gets the first priority. But then it dawned on me, oh, okay, people are actually, you know, really, you know, they're, they're, they're waiting in line very, very patiently. And so, you know, it was a good thing. But then when it was my turn, she was like, hey, hello, what you want? What you want? Hello, 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 what you want? I was, like, I was just so confused what she was trying to say. But then luckily the guy behind me, he was kind enough. And oh, he, he, she's asking what, what is it you want? And then of course I, I pointed out, oh, chicken rice. And so, okay, transaction was done. I said what I wanted. She recognized it. She asked me for my money and all that. But then in a bizarre kind of way, she kind of said, tapawa, tapawa. Like, <laughs> What the hell is tapawa? It's not even English. Tapawa, tapawa, hello, hello, tapawa. Again, uh, the, the guy came to my aid, right? And he was like, oh, she's asking if you want it for takeaway or you 
eating in or you're dining in. It's like, I, I want to eat in. Just a very strange word, tapawa. And apparently, tapaw in Singaporean Chinese, I would say, is take away. And she just said it very aggressive kind of way that my mind just stopped working. Like, I just came from a delayed flight. I'm so hungry. I'm so late for my meeting with HR, by the way, HR, which is a very important meeting because, hey, without HR, I I don't get hired, right? So it was my first time actually meeting HR and actually I didn't sign any contract yet. So that meeting was was pretty damn important. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. If, if you're a Filipino wanting to work in Singapore um, or yeah, yeah, even yeah. traveling to Singapore as a tourist, remember, tapao means takeaway. Yeah, and also we just want to explain about that incident. I think people in Singapore are very efficient, oh, right? Yes, so yes. They, yeah, so they value time. Mm. So I guess that's why that person was impatient with him because she felt that Nantoy was not fast enough. So mm. in Singapore, if you're queuing, you need... Like, even if you're the 10th person in the queue, you have to already know what you're going to order. <laughs> That's not even an exaggeration. It's like, it's not, you, it's you not have definitely. to think about it. Yeah, Yeah, because by the time you get there, you cannot be like in the Philippines where you dawdle, oh, what, oh, is this nice? Is this good? <laughs> this one is the bestseller and blah, blah. And, uh, you know, that they're going to like really lose their patience with you. You have to know by the moment you reach there, you have to like say in less than a minute what your order is. And pay it also in less than a minute. <laughs> and and, and, and th- th- that's well put there. And I think that's one of the things that doing a transaction, a simple transaction like buying food in, in Singapore, everybody's in a hurry. They, they want you to tell them, you know, as fast and as efficient as, as possible what you want because, you know, they want to serve a lot as more customers because, you know, it's a direct impact to profitability. And in the Philippines, it just doesn't work that way. It's you know, people are very warm, so warm that I think it's 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 kind of have a bad yeah, yeah, a, a bad effect on how, how many transactions they're able to actually do in a, in a in a particular time. And actually, this way, the Singaporean way, is a lot more efficient, and it makes sense. It just it just makes sense. Like you, you don't chit chat with a seller if there's just a lot of people in the queue. It's actually rude, right? Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, you're rude to the people in the queue. Because they're hungry, maybe somebody in the tenth in line person probably you know had came from a late flight, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, that so person like, is actually <laughs> also late for his HR meeting. That would eventually yeah, yeah, you know yeah. seal the deal for his employment. So it's exactly so maybe yeah. that person who was like seemed angry at you actually helped you out, right? <clears throat> because you were fast, <laughs> so you got to the HR faster. <laughs> That turned out really well, but I had to explain a lot of things to HR, and actually, it actually it actually had a very bad effect on HR as well because they were very worried what happened to me. You know, oh, we were yeah. supposed to uh, meet up at one p.m. I'm not answering my phone, by the way. It, it's dead, so there's no way I could have picked up anything. I wasn't responding to any of the messages, and they knew I was on that flight, so they were wondering, okay. It's his first time in Singapore. He landed probably two hours ago. Where is he now? Is he all right? Is he, you know, is he stuck somewhere? Maybe did he bring something funny? Did he bring a durian from Philippines that would have, you know, got him in trouble? So a lot of those questions, I actually felt bad that HR was so worried of what happened to me. And obviously I had to do a lot of explaining, but definitely... In in fairness to us, this is our first time, D. So, 
I don't know how to actually finish a podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you have comments, suggestions, feel free to reach out at... What was our email again, D? Okay, bananakeepodcast at gmail.com. We also have social media handles. So on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, we are Podcast. That's it. I think that's the way to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>